catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Digital literacy can be defined as the ability to use information and communication technologies to find, create, communicate information. The global economy, social life, jobs, activities around the world are now being heavily influenced by technology and the impact of technology will continue to grow and increase. We used to think of the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic as foundational skills in today's educational system. But is it time to add digital to that list? Digital literacy is one of the fundamental building blocks for promoting lifelong learning opportunities. And Africa must take giant moves towards digital literacy. In Sub-Saharan Africa, about 230 million jobs will require digital skills by 2030, according to the Digital Skills in Sub-Saharan Africa reports by IFC. This translates into an opportunity estimated at about $130 billion to provide digital skills through a combination of business-to-consumer, business-to-business, business-to-government training services. We must rapidly improve and accelerate digital education at all levels, be it basic, intermediate, and advanced, if Africa is to realize its potential. A global digital revolution is underway. Education must move from simply schooling to learning with a priority on the development of skills, I mean digital skills. As the world marks Literacy Day with a theme, Literacy for a Human-Centered Recovery, narrowing the digital divide, we consider why digital literacy is a priority in Africa. We have two guests in this conversation. First, a consultant for Tactis, a French consultancy firm with the support of Smart Africa and the French development agency based in Kigali, Rwanda. As part of different consultancy projects for private and public entities in Africa, she supports the elaboration of strategies for the development of digital infrastructure. She's also contributing to the promotion of Digital Observer for Africa, Do for Africa. It's a digital platform created by Tactis to gather a large scope of innovative projects with a digital component created by diverse sectors, you know, and actors, startups, private groups, governments, citizens, etc. On the, on the continent. We have Lia, Liana Hakutondramboa. I hope I got that name correct. I, try, I practiced it like three times. Liana, did I get the name correct? Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, also with us is a technology education entrepreneur that has built a company that helps Africans and people of color learn premium tech skills and access jobs in the technology industry. His company, Utiva, has the biggest tech learning platform in sub-Saharan Africa that's helping Africans learn top skills like data science, cloud computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, product management, product design, with learners from over 40 cities. His aspiration above anything else is to re-educate the Nigerian human capital, helping post-secondary school leavers learn digital skills and helping employers hire trained talent. Iyitayo Ogumola, welcome. I hope I got your name correct too. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You got it correctly. Good to be here. Beautiful. It's nice to have both of you. Now, Liana, 
what would you describe digital literacy as? Just in case I maybe didn't get everything that has to do with the definition of digital literacy. No, I think you definitely have a broad and very comprehensive definition of digital uh, literacy. I think it's also important to say uh, that there are skills that helps define like the the different levels of being digital literate, like being able to look for information or search, be able to communicate with others in a safe manner, uh, being able to understand internet safety basics, or being able to navigate across different applications and platforms. So being digital literate can have different levels. So someone can maybe able to look for information and search, but then doesn't understand the basics of internet safety. So that's an issue. So that means that their digital literacy is not complete. So I think one important aspect to understand when addressing digital literacy is to take into account all the different aspects that it includes as a concept. Well, beautiful. Eitayo, you teach digital skills. What skills qualify someone as digital literate? I think this conversation is quite very interesting um, because I like to, you know, look at digital literacy from a much more uh, capability perspective um, than a knowledge-based perspective. But I know there's, a, there's an interconnection between knowledge and capability, but I kind of see digital literacy as the ability to identify and use technology to social benefit and business benefits. So we're talking about you know, being able to uh, find information and distill information digitally online, um, being able to create you know, solutions to social and business problems, you know, um, understanding of the use of technology at the different spectrum of life. So all the things we can double down in terms of now beginning to look at what skills are we talking about, depending on the targets that we are looking at, because of course, digital literacy for K-12, you know, build up into digital literacy for high school students, and digital literacy for high school students also build up for your university or college students, and then there's another level of requirement for digital literacy for those that are post-secondary. But at the very basic level of digital literacy, we are talking about, you know, skills that help you to solve problems. So how to use digital tools for communicating, collaborating, solving problems, right? We're talking about it as how to use, you know, Google and Microsoft tools, uh, because these are so collaborating today. We use Google documents to collaborate. We use basic tools like Microsoft Excel to solve problems, to organize data. We use, you know, basic tools like Zoom and Meet to um, communicate. So using technology tools or digital tools to find and evaluate um, online resources, right? That's another level of digital literacy, being able to, you know, use some available technology solutions or digital solutions around us to find and begin to, and also to distill uh, online information, online resources. Another layer of digital literacy are the tools that you need to learn to produce and effectively share knowledge, right? That's another level of tool. Uh, and then it goes on and on to um, being able to curate data and media, media sources. Uh, so that's much more at a, at a broader um, way of defining the different digital tools and what we should be able to use the digital tools for. 
Uh, but of course, you know that these tools actually exist at different levels depending on the country we are talking about, right? Some countries use a bunch of different Google tools. The countries are quite very heavy on the Microsoft end of things. But in terms of defining the types of tools that we need to uh, talk about when expanding this conversation, we're talking about digital tools for communicating, collaborating, solving problems, um, finding and looking for resources online, and also being able to evaluate these resources, uh, producing and sharing effective information and effective knowledge among peers and colleagues. These are things that you know schools need to start to help you know learners to you know understand and also to learn how to use it. Okay, that's uh, uh, quite explanatory. Uh, let's get into examples because someone who's listening now is thinking, okay, so digital literacy, how can it improve my life? Uh, do we have examples of uh, how important digital literacy is to individuals, to groups, and to countries? I mean, how will it improve the life of someone who, for example, is listening to this call? And let's, let's start with Liana. So how to yeah so it's it's a it's a broad uh, broad broad question but I, I think I can I can start with an example of uh, of uh, what I know what I see here uh, so I am based in Rwanda and um, so so what we what we see what we understand from that digital literacy is that it's essential because digital technology is a tool to bring solutions to existing problems so. For example, to solve these problems of our daily life, like in education, health, administration, then a new innovation or something new comes up, and it's and it's it's come it comes from uh, uh, ICT, like new technology. So it requires for someone to be uh, like to be digitally li literate. So, for example, in 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 Rwanda, uh, there there is this whole new. Uh, administration system like e-administration system called eRembo which is like a platform where uh, anyone any citizens can do all of their administrative um, uh, procedures like ask for a passport for a national ID identification card like anything really uh, goes through this platform so uh, to begin with, this this project has been going on for like five years, and at the beginning, like a lot of people raised concerns that how do people in remote areas, in rural areas, we we go about doing their administrative procedures now uh, because uh, it will be really hard for them because they don't know how to use a computer, they don't know how to. Uh, it will be it, it will become impossible for them to ask for the basic national national identification and uh, and also because they want really wanted to change from the old procedure to the new and to like make the new platform mandatory so what they what came up is that a lot of agents uh, like a new jobs was created basically because there were agents that helped all those people that are unable to go about being able to use computers to ask for their administrative procedures. They will, like the agent will help them through all of that. So I think that's an important way to go about something because there is a transition for the people who are unable to use that. So because technology goes really fast and wanting to implement new project in our world like may exclude people so you what you do is that you you 
you help them uh, being integrated. And with this agent, for example, they are able to help those people. So that's that's now how it works. And I think has this new administration platform is being more and more used, then people who are more and more educated to use it and in the future, we won't have this problem anymore. So I think that's just a very concrete example, but it gives an idea of how a government, for example, can implement those type of new systems yeah, that's a that's a very important example um, from Rwanda. Eta, you work with post school secondary school learners in Nigeria. Do you have examples of how digital literacy has changed the lives of these learners in any way whatsoever? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could give a couple of different examples. The first one that kind of resonated with me before I started talk about you know learners in the universities that are trying to get job is to think of very basic thing as Branching literacy is a very important one, especially in the cyberspace. It might come quite natural, you know, because people just want to like check information online and look at information online. But it's something that is called information literacy. You know, the ability to know when there is a need for information and use that information for the problem at hand. You know, so sometimes you're skeptical about consuming an existing information, and then you need to be able to distill. Um, fake news from real information. I'll give you an example. When you see posts on social media platform about a job vacancy, you know, how do you know if a job vacancy is actually real or it's not? That's some level of digital literacy that has really helped a bunch of good friends, you know, university students to know when a call for application is real and to know when a call for application is not. Because you don't want to waste your time applying for something and then realize that that application is not real. And that's one of the things that we go to. We have a career starter program, you know, at the organization that I lead that really helps, you know, recent graduates to understand how to search for jobs effectively. Because knowing how to search for jobs effectively really helps you to access opportunities where people really struggle to find them. And then I get thousands of students, you know, thousands of recent graduates that are coming back to say, hey, this you know, digital literacy really helps because I didn't know how to search for jobs effectively before, but now I know how to look for a job that exists. You know, how long has the job been posted? Uh, as the opportunity closed, is the opportunity still available? And these are very basic information that recent graduate needs to learn. Um, the layering on that, you know, a little bit is, you know, social media presence. Right. That is also something that is very important when it comes to digital literacy, because organizations are using more social media tools to search for talents. So you think of platforms like LinkedIn. Um, I mean, recent graduates need to learn to position themselves on this social media platform and know how to use this platform effectively. What type of information do I need to put on the social media platforms? And what type of information don't have to go on this platform because you don't want to also communicate a wrong you know, persona to, or a wrong um, personal brand to employer, employers. And these are very basic social media tools, uh, sorry, social media knowledge that, you know, young people that are leaving universities that are trying to get into the job market need to access. But when you go a little bit more than that, you know, we now talk about social media schemes itself for recent graduates, for young people that are also trying to start their businesses. I mean, 
we, we in our ecosystem have a bunch of young people. I think about 18% of our students are tolling, you know, entrepreneurship. 18% of them are moving the entrepreneurial space into the entrepreneurship space. And then basic knowledge of social media, you know, really help you. And these are digital skills, right? That you need to acquire because social media skills help you to build your personal brand, you know, and then to create trust or to build trust around whatever you're selling online. And then knowledge of data, being able to analyze this data. YouTube is surprising to see that employers, the four, one of the major tools employers are measuring you against as a recent graduate, based on data that we have seen, is the use of basic, basic tools like Excel, right? And that's digital literacy, because as a recent graduate, one tool you must learn to use is Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. Because you would have to learn, but you would have to do a lot of data organize, organizing or data you know, manipulating when you get a job. And it goes a long, it goes a little bit more into now using tools like tools for collaborating. I mean, um, I would tell you that almost about 40% of people that are within our ecosystem currently, based on data that we gathered in 2020, worked remotely. And if they worked remotely, that means that they would have learned to use tools like Google Drive, Asana, Trello, you know, uh, Zoom, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Team, you know, Google Team, you know, and all these platforms. And it looks like the universities, you know, did not prepare this recent graduate or young people for these opportunities or to use these tools. But that's also digital literacy because in the workplace, you would have to use this tool. God save you if your first job interview is on team or on Zoom and you've never used it before. There's a survey that we conducted some two months ago when we launched the career starter program for some recent graduates. And then we realized that almost 70% of them had never used Zoom before in their entire life, right? And that's interesting and also shocking if you think about it, because most of these recent graduates would have to attend their first interview on these platforms. And if you're not, if you're not um, comfortable and used to these interfaces, your interview, you could have a flawed interview. You could have a very, you could have an interview that goes wrong. And these are areas where we see that digital literacy are really improving people's life because we could see a very clear variance between those that have learned to use those tools and those that have not, you know, in their ability to survive the first one month at the workplace. For those that have learned to use that tool before getting the job, you know, you see a much more, you know, uh, accelerated immersion into the workplace faster than those that have not learned to use this tool before. Because now you have to start to learn on the job, something you could have learned before getting to the job. You know, and all these things are very important. Learning to use emails, learning to write the right emails, you know, learning to use CC in emails and BCCs. Because you want to copy your boss where you should have blind copying your boss or your, your supervisor. And all those basic things, I think, that the university needs to start to help your young people to learn because it helps them to perform better at the workplace. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.